This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Living. You're joined with Vic. And Jasmine? Yeah, we're back in the stew. Well, home stew. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week, Jas? Um, yeah, it's not been too bad. Um, what did I do this week? Yeah, just working. Just working, mm. honestly. Um, working at the pyramid tonight. This is it. All right. <laughs> what, you've been working at the pyramid? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. Um. But, um, yeah, so this week was a bit of a weird one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people listening can tell me if I'm wrong or not because I've spoken to people and they're like, oh, maybe you should have just, I don't know, addressed it directly. But okay, so basically, why are you Kai's... me? <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've literally spoken to two people about it. Okay. Just, and, and it's because they're parents. That's why. Okay, okay. So, um, what's it called? So, Kai has gone to a new summer club. Oh, um, no, you did tell me. <laughs> Oh, did it? oh yeah okay yeah no 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 so Kai... but continue sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> no it's fine Kai's gone to a new summer club she's she wasn't really feeling it but partly because she's a bit nervous about meeting new people blah 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 okay and then one day last week she comes back well I pick her up and then she's like oh um the teacher one of the teachers has been saying inappropriate stuff and I'm like what do you mean what what do you mean no yeah so then She's like, oh, first of all, she's been, she's like been on the phone and she's been swearing. So mm. I'm like, mm, okay, obviously that's that's a red flag in itself. But obviously, I'm like, if it's like uh, you know, she might have said a swear word and then she's like, oh, she realized and she's like, oh, she's sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because because uh, uh, you know, the day and age that we live in, a lot of children have heard swear words, yeah, like in their day to day. So mm. all right, cool. And then um, what's it called? And then she was like, oh, and then she started talking about S-E-X. No, 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 said, no. Okay, no, you've not told me this, but. I said, huh? What? Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? Like, I, obviously, I needed it to be explained. So then she was like, oh, I think she was like having an argument or something. And then um, she said something about, oh, um private parts going into two different and I was just like oh hell no oh hell no because that means she would have used those words because that you know kids say private parts yeah so she actually she actually used the word so I was like 
somebody's getting fired. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, I'm like, I don't, because I start thinking of things that I shouldn't be thinking of clearly because I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want anyone to lose their job in this economy. That's Sorry. what I'm thinking of. I don't care. I know. I know. It is t- swearing cool. This. Yeah. This you is to, a you next to, level. And then your, I was yeah. like, so what did everyone, like the other staff in the place, what did they do? Because there's at least two other people that work there. Like surely someone said, pattern up or get the fuck out, get off the phone, whatever, whatever it is, isn't it? Because realistically, you shouldn't be on the phone anyway. Um, but yeah, she was like, oh, no one said anything. They just told us to go outside. Me- bear in mind, this was their lunch. So they just told the kids to go outside in the garden. So I was like, nah, this this ain't going to work. Mm-mm. So yeah, I think I think the woman's been suspended. Um, did you have to raise it, or did yeah, you? Yeah, I had to. I had to raise it because I was just thinking. Obviously, Kai is at an age where she's had those lessons at school, so she knows yeah. what's what. Me and Kai have had conversations mm-hmm. as well, so she knows what's what. No, it's good. Yeah, there's other kids that can't advocate for themselves because yeah, exactly. You, do you know what I mean? The, you don't the, know the, who those younger kids know. there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I was just like, if that was my five or six year old and those are the kind of conversations that were happening around them by a caregiver bear in mind fucking hell i would be like yeah like get the hell on but uh, some people are so inappropriate like why have you taken this job to work with kids if you can't conduct yourself in an appropriate manner you fucking mm. idiot oh yeah. my god that's just awful yeah i'm sorry you had to experience that and i'm I'm happy that kaya like felt comfortable and that's how you know that you're a great mom because you provided a like a safe environment for her to be like, listen, mom, this is what happened. Mm. Without her feeling like, am I gonna get told off? Because I remember when I was younger, I sometimes I'd hear things and, I, and I'd automatically think I it was my fault. Oh yeah. I do you know what that. I mean? Like I'm I like, oh that, maybe yeah. I can't tell my parents because they're gonna think, well, how do you know about that? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like you really, you really like made like a really great environment for her to be like, listen, mom, I heard this. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but yeah. you take it as a will. But that's really, really good that she she was vocal. Oh, thanks, Vic. Yeah, I was just like, um, I feel like I, I did, I did feel bad, didn't it? I felt bad, but just I know, let me tell you something, Jasmine. I know. No, Jasmine, for this one you can't. I'm so sorry, Jasmine, <laughs> you can't. No, Jas, sorry, you can't. Because only God, God even knows what else she could have done. What else? She, do you know what I mean, Jasmine? Mm. No, you can't feel bad because if she's working with kids, she needs to cross the road to take the phone call. <laughs> you can go to it's the other side though. of the field. It's actually facts. Or text. The, the way I even saw it, yeah, is like. I would even be embarrassed to have that conversation among other adults, let alone children. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like being in front of my colleagues and having that conversation, I would, I would Mm -hmm. die inside. No way, dog. No way. Do you know what I mean? But you're speaking about in front of children on top of that. It's crazy. Mm -mm. Crazy, There's no way. Absolutely no way. Yeah. But it's just, it's just a damn shame in it because it does make you paranoid as well because it's like mm. what else has happened obviously this is a new place but you don't know how people are moving mad around mm. your children you don't know oh, gosh and you probably won't know just because they can't speak mm. or can't explain it or whatever it's so annoying but <clears throat> ah, this life uh, god guide our children this day and age man god guide them i saw a video go viral by everybody hates hr We've been on their podcast. We love them girls. They're really cool. Mm. And they had a clip with Kalechi. Kalechi's so funny. And she was saying how, you know, at work, everything is your life. Like, you know, they expect you to go drink with them all the time. They expect you to... 
be with them all the time. They expect you to always be on, always smiling, all these things. Mm. And then the video went viral, but then it kind of created a conversation and people are like, they're sick of doing that. You know, they hate it. They they always like escape here, all this stuff. But then there's the other conversation of people being like, actually, you need to do this to reach. If you want to pay rise, you need to do this. If you want to have a better working environment, you need to do this. Mm. And like, if I'm going to be completely honest, I feel like I hope a lot of black people in particular don't see conversations not not the hr comments not not that viral clip but seeing people who are commented like oh every single time something happens i always skip drinks or i always have an excuse or because guys the unfortunate truth is it it, it don't work like that for us mm-hmm. and i do think also yeah let's say you want to skip the drinks cool whatever but like i remember there was a time when there was a conversation went viral about like saying hello to your colleagues and people saying that they didn't and I really wow. do think, yeah, some people said they didn't even say good morning or nothing like that. Mm. And, I, and I've had experiences where I used to say good morning to my colleagues and I'd get air. That's crazy, man. But do you know what I used to tell myself? I just tell myself, well, this is because I have a weird complex and I think I'm very cool. I just think, well, I'm cool. But <laughs> well, I'm cool. Like, I'm cool. If y'all don't want to say hello, y'all are uncool. That's how I see it. But anyways, yeah. anyways. I do think that if you don't say hello to your colleagues or if you don't like make an effort but even during small conversations and I, I really do understand people have social anxiety and stuff like that so I'm not excluding people like that including people like that sorry but you are contributing to a toxic work environment mm. like you are contributing to like because when I think about when I was younger and I'd go into work and I'd feel like oh this place is frosty it's cold like you can't say hello or you're just thinking like it's so like dog eat dog eat sort of place you are contributing to that do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's someone's birthday and you don't fill in the card, if it's someone's birthday you don't put in a pound in, you're contributing to to people thinking, oh, so-and-so does not like me. Do you get it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I get Because with British people, it's very easy. It's very easy to be like, smile, hello, how are you? How was your weekend? Those are the three things. If you want to attend drinks, stay for an hour. Those are the four things. Mm. But if you don't do those four things at least, and then you kind of complain, or not complain, but you, you it's, it's valid. It's like, oh... I've got to always be on. I've always got to smile. I, I get you as taxing sometimes, but you would, you could be potentially contributing to a toxic work environment, I think. And it's something mm. I never really thought about until this conversation I saw on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I also saw conversations saying that, yeah, um, you know, if you do want to, like, when it comes down to it, if a manager is looking to promote someone, are they going to employ? the person that they know a bit about like personally like they have some sort of friendly knowledge about them or mm. the person that never says good morning aloof exactly yeah it's just it's it's part of the game that we play it's mm. every everything about our everyday lives is a game in some way mm-hmm. um and i just feel like unfortunately there are some things that you have to do in order to get ahead and being friendly with your colleagues is one of them mm-hmm. to, and, and and the thing is obviously we understand that there's like caveats there's complexes mm. some it, yes. work environments are just extremely toxic no matter mm. what you do mm. what you do you're sort of fighting a losing battle but in mm-hmm. a workplace where I don't know everyone seems kind of cool mm. there might be a little bit of annoyances here and there but they invite you to go out and stuff yeah like sometimes firm it for a bit even if you just go for one or two every now and again, there's 
there's not really any harm in that. You have to make sure you're there. If you're black, I'm so sorry. Once once a month, you make sure you're there. Because <laughs> the thing is, I think sometimes I see people follow conversations online. I'm like, I hope you're not implementing this in real life. Because mm. you will see. No, don't don't follow things you see online and think, oh, yeah, because this person I follow said so they're not going. They're lying. <laughs> they're there. <laughs> hey. But yeah. on the rules, like, it, I, I I do think that's so true. Like, you do make, it does make work quite frosty when it's like, oh, rah. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm going to get up now, I can't even ask these people, oh, do you want a quick coffee? Because I'm going to get coffee. You can't even say that because... Do you know what I mean? It's just so, mm. I don't know. I don't know. And also I've worked places where we, for example, the job I lost actually, before, before we, before we all made, were made redundant because of lockdown, because of COVID, I remember it was such like a negative working environment that we were all basically just drinking in the day, mm. drinking cider every morning. It just became like a kind of like a family thing, go to the pub, lunch, all this kind of thing. And I feel like that even provides, I mean, that one is taking it too, too far, but it provides <laughs> kind of like a bonding yeah. sort of thing. And it's like, it's quite nice when everybody in the team, let's say like something is is constantly going wrong. It's quite nice working somewhere where, it was quite nice to have a feeling where this place is fucked and we all feel it together. Yeah. And we all can all vent together about it. I mm. think that was quite a unique experience because you don't know like, if I tell them, what if they're not really feeling the the same struggles I'm feeling? What if they use it against me? What if they rat on me? Do you know what I mean? Like feeling like you you can have like a bit of a safe haven with your colleagues, mm. and just providing that for other people because you don't know. Some people could be stressed. It's like they're like, oh, I don't know if I can talk to people because they don't even say good morning. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's just yeah. those little things. I don't know. Yeah, um, it it is so tough in it because mm. there's also that balance. I think particularly maybe it's not just a black thing, but I know for a fact that I'm very uncomfortable with speaking about certain things with my colleagues. Mm. What kind of things? Um, sort of personal life. Mm. Like, for example, I would be very hesitant to tell a colleague, oh, I'm feeling a bit stressed. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm, and mm, it's only because, because... they're going to say to the boss and then they say, Jasmine, where are you yeah, your Exactly. Fish? You can't cope. Exactly. Can't you exactly. cope? Exactly. Jesus. Exactly. Exactly that. And especially if you're in a job where it's, it is quite fast paced or mm. it's kind of expected that you should be a bit resilient. It's mm. like if I ever, like I, I would be very hesitant to tell certain colleagues, mm. oh, I'm feeling a bit like this. But do you know Very what, Jazz? Imagine, imagine, Jazz, you're like really stressed and you're like, oh. and everyone's like, what's wrong? And it's work. You said, ah, I just missed the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to do. I'll say, oh, my boiler at home is playing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't have um, no. hot water right now. It has, it has to be something else. Yeah. For me, I have to keep it very surface level with mm. certain people. There's only mm. some colleagues where I can tell them the real, 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 mm. real, real. Mm. Um, and also I have had it where it's like, <laughs> sorry, I have to laugh, but mm-hmm. at the time I was so angry. Like <laughs> basically there was a colleague where it's like, sh- they were quite negative mm. and negative in the sense of, oh, I feel like this, you know, I feel like I don't fit in, blah, blah, blah. The work environment's toxic, da, 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 da. and I agreed with them. I was like, "Yeah, mm. you know, like it's it's not ideal." Oh, not the workplace trauma bonding, child. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then she was like, um, 
oh, um, I've just had a meeting and what's it called? The manager, um, I just told the manager that, you know, I wasn't happy here and that I'm not the only one. And I was like, no no okay that's it okay. okay jasmine this is so, then, so, so, so this, then, this is what happens yeah now jasmine can, can you guys see former just a few sentences ago jasmine said she's very very careful about what she opens up with because it always has one experience exactly exactly that's all it takes oh my you just, god you, and you're i'm not the only get, one you're not oh. gonna get the chance again you're not gonna <laughs> so get the me. <laughs> so then obviously Ooh. if you hear that as a manager what are you going to say next oh, what do you who? think the next question was? exactly who so this is like oh um well i'm not going to say and then oh. he, he was like oh is it like some of the new people and then was like she was like yeah some new some old da, 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 da. so i was just like hmm. mm. I I was they like, white? yes okay but i was mm. like um you know when like someone has a friendship group in the workplace. So obviously she, because we trauma bonded. Hey, I was her friend in the work in the in no, the workspace. No, she no, had like no. maybe one or two other friends, but essentially that manager would easily be able to be like, yep. it must be one, two, three, yeah, as well. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, and I was just like, okay, okay, damn, we're not doing this again. We're not Damn. doing this ever again. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's why, honestly, I will keep it mm. Just keep it cute. Just keep it. But, keep you know, you can be nice to people. Sometimes I feel like... And also, you know, Jasmine raised a good point about teamwork. I actually think that's in a lot of our job descriptions. Teamwork. Mm. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's not just decoration. It's actually there. Teamwork means being nice to people, asking them if you're going up, oh, do you want something? Drop water. I'm getting water. Drop water. Or, oh, hey, how's your weekend? Keeping it cute yeah. and light. And being cute. Like, I, have a, I have a bit of extra capacity this week if anyone needs help with anything. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just keeping it cute. However, when I first got my ever my first ever desk job, I'm not going to lie. I remember walking in and like the first week got to know everyone. I think, because I know that in like Britain, you need to be friendly with your co-workers. Mm. And these people had been working together for like some of them 20 years, right? Yeah. And I remember saying some things to myself, are these people I'm going to add to my wedding list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Mm. But I remember that that was the actual, I wasn't engaged or nothing. I'm just still not engaged, but it, that was a real thought process. Like I'm going to have to invite these people to my wedding. Mm. I don't know why that was and it's like if I don't it's going to be awkward I don't even yeah. know why I've, I wonder how people manage that like inviting their their colleagues it, to weddings yeah it's it's interesting because I've, I've worked mm. in workplaces where it's like colleagues some colleagues have been invited and some have some not like, mm, interesting yeah would you invite your colleagues <sighs> I think honestly it would only be a couple it would only mm. be a couple in my current workplace i think only one mm. that would be it that would be it mm. um i just i don't do you know what it is i feel like as much as i i can be what i am is i'm a mixture so mm. i am definitely the kind of person that is more than happy to come in do their work go home mm. however i will say good morning I will mm. entertain the small talk conversations with you. If you told me that you're going away 
two weeks ago, I will be the one to follow up and be like, oh, how was your holiday? Where'd you go? Blah, 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 blah. If I'm going on holiday and I know you've been there, I'm going to ask you questions. You yeah, know, we're going to yeah. have that back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cute. That's mm. that's literally what my workplace mm-hmm. style is. Cute. Um, But it's very hard for me to sort of, it's hard for me to let people in that I yeah. don't work with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let alone colleagues, colleagues yeah. that, I just always assume that colleagues don't have any loyalty to me. So, for mm. example, that woman saying what she said in her one-to-one, mm. um, it's like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But at the same time, I was like, am I even surprised? Like, wh- mm. why did this surprise me? Like, I should have known mm. better. Um, could you could you have a normal relationship with her after that? It wasn't it w- it wasn't the, wasn't same. the same. Like, yeah. whenever she would vent, I'll just be like, oh, swear down. That's <laughs> them ones they are. <laughs> Well, you're saying, oh, okay, 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 yeah. You know, I haven't noticed that. Might even think this. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I didn't even know that. Swear, playing (laughs) dumb, playing dumb. That's 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 what I had to do from then on, and I just feel like if I'm keeping up this, like I'm not being my genuine, real self at work. Mm. Mm. I'm not. So I feel like if I invite them to my wedding. Mm. they might be scared yeah they might be like this is you this you yeah or you know even i don't know they might be taking videos or whatever mm. and then when, obviously when they go back to work they're going to be like oh look and show people do you know what i mean and just like oh, mm, yeah. mm. no i didn't I, I don't want all of that sorry mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah i just like to keep i think i just I, ge- I genuinely do like keeping work and home separate yeah that's fair that's fair. because some mm. people as well like they can't they can't separate it themselves. So mm. you might be having a social That's time, true. but work yeah. is still coming. Why am I thinking mm. about work right now when I'm in the pub and I'm I'm having a drink? Ugh. I don't want to talk about that right now. Because yeah. yeah, we'll talk true. about it on Monday, mm. you know? Mm. But, um, yeah. It's true, dog. But I know um, I'm not everyone like that, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, There was another topic I wanted to talk about. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Um. Oh, I'm on my to-do list. This is not a to-do list. This is the part. <laughs> Have you seen Barbie yet? No, I haven't. Uh, uh, the girl, the girl, yeah, the girlies are telling me to wait until it gets on Disney. Who's Disney telling you? Who's on telling streaming. You? At this point, you probably, you probably even kind of sussed out what it's about. But yeah, I, I, I don't know, dog. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it like? Do you actually recommend it? Is it? Yeah. Well, I don't go into films with high expectations, so mm. I like it. I think it's cute. It's like okay. It's like one of my favorite films. I'd say. Oh really? Like, I can't okay. wait to watch it again. But it's not like I don't know because you, you're into them. You're into blockbusters. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Do you know what I mean? Like you're you're into I the you. into the like if if I was to say, oh, what would you have to watch? Oppenheimer or Barbie? Oppenheimer. You, the thing is, you're absolutely correct. Do you because, get it? Because I was thinking, okay, I might wait for Barbie to come on streaming, but I'll go cinema to watch Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I so it's like Jasmine's into like cine- cinematography, even I can't even say. However, Barbie is cinematography to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's absolutely <laughs> fair. And the thing is, it a lot of people were asking me, so I put on my stories. I went to say, um, see it, and 
a lot of people are like, oh, is it good? And I, in my humble opinion, I think it is. However, mm. I, two things. I was literally going to say to people, yeah, it's good, but it's not good as Shrek. But I was like, what does that mean to people? What does that <laughs> even mean? Do people know what that means? Like, anyway, <laughs> second thing, I, for that, for this particular reason, do not watch trailers. Mm. Because I think the good thing about the Barbie trailer, and Toby Rachel was saying this when I, I saw it the other day, she said the Barbie trailer was good because it, you didn't you couldn't understand what it was talking about. Yeah, and it, I did, think that's it so didn't tell good. us anything at yeah, all. Yeah, so good. I'm annoyed because I, someone literally guessed what the plot was like four months before. And I was like, oh. oh and it was it? pretty much okay. same, but not the same. A little bit the same. Then the last thing, during the press run, I was... I was literally, as we all are, very much like inundated with loads of Barbie marketing. It was very, very, it was too much. I think it actually put some people off. Mm. However, for me, I thought it was fun. Um, I do want to say, no, I didn't. You know. went to the cinema. No, I think I was okay, on my. I think enough. I was. Yeah, I was feeling. I think I was being a little bit bloated and like a bit groggy. But I did. Went, I did go to see it on the opening night. Opening night. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went to see it on the opening night. Okay, because I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into any spoilers because you lot don't know how to keep things mm. for, for for 48 hours. No, they don't. So I saw it ASAP, Rocky. Um, like my when I went my cinema, it was like people were clapping, people were like laughing. It was really, really cute vibe. Everybody was wearing pink. Um, but what was I gonna say? Um, yeah. So the marketing, I saw. I don't know if you've seen it, but a lot of people were like referring to America. America. She's like one of the actresses in the film. She's an ugly lady. They're talking mm. about her speech. Okay, so she did a speech in the, in the film. Yeah, and like you know, even Ryan Gosling was like, you know, I thought that was really powerful. Or whatever. I feel like when sometimes when when things like that, for me, that's kind of like ruining the film a little bit. Mm. So when the speech comes, like if if I didn't know about that, I probably would have cried when the speech. I saw the speech, but. Because everybody's like hyping it up, hyping it, hyping it, hyping it, hyping it, hyping it, hyping it, like, you now see it and you're like, oh, this is what people are talking about. Oh, is this it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's mm-hmm. like, and I feel maybe that's why a lot of people didn't like Barbie because people came out and said, this was the best movie ever. Mm. And it's like, it was cute. And it was like, it was very smart and it was cute. It was fun. It was awesome. That's how I feel like, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. got so many double layered things like it's such a, a smart script and like I do think a lot of people came out of it being like annoyed because I generally think a lot of people went in there thinking it was going to be Martin Scorsese <laughs> no I did think so I do oh man yeah no I, I hear you I hear you I think that happens with a lot of films mm. that when they get overhyped you go to the cinema and you're like is that it? Like, mm. it's actually sick. I think it happened with one of the. I don't think it was the Spider Man movie because I know I know the girlies will come after me. I think it might have been, but what, there was the Spider Man with all three of them. No, I think it was the one before that. Oh, okay, yeah, the one before that one. Yeah, I remember like everyone saying it's like the best Spider Man movie ever. Da 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 da. And then when I went in to watch oh, it, no. I, was oh, like, dear. I was like, okay, like, it's, it's, it's all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I, I wouldn't pay to watch this again. Like, no. what I would do, you know, when I watched Avengers Endgame, I was like, I could watch that again. I was mm. like, I would actually pay to watch that again. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think the Barbie one, it was kind of, 
it was set up, but the marketing as well. I think the marketing was so so good for it. Like I haven't seen marketing for a film like that. It's I think so good. in my iconic. lifetime, yeah, so in my iconic. lifetime, because it's just easy, isn't it? Because like you yeah. can just plug it anywhere. Mm. It's just so yeah. easy. And, and I, I grew up playing Barbies. Like I know a lot of people, the Bratz girls. I was mm. definitely a Barbie girl. I had a Barbie cake on my birthday. I had Barbie bed sheets. Mm. Um, yeah, like Barbie was like literally my favorite toy when I was growing up. So it was kind of like really fun for me to to watch a, a film about like my favorite doll yeah basically and then even like even like seeing like the different types of barbies do you know what I mean like for me it was just so fun and I knew going in there that like this is going to be maybe my next Shrek where I'm going to watch it it's going to be a comfort movie for me this is a okay. film that I want I want to know the words to it okay I, I want to be able to quote it in the same way I, I quote Shrek this isn't a you know like end game like that yeah but you're kind of like rotted these people have become dust you know and you you literally have to wait for four years to find yeah. out what have they be dust hmm that film honestly i think that that film was iconic i really don't think the writers whoever director wh- whoever was behind the end game they didn't get enough plaudits because i could have screamed that that movie placed down when when i saw them all disappearing Nah, and know. there was going to be no happy ending I said this can't be not this, a Marvel is not, film. this is not the Marvel that I know <laughs> people waited for they probably waited for free uh, post credits yeah, no Marvels too. they probably waited until the screen actually went black yeah. again yeah there was absolutely no way but you know what I am I am looking forward to watch to watching Barbie mm. I was actually going to watch it spontaneously with Lizzie yesterday Aww. but yeah we just didn't end up doing it but yeah it's um yeah, I, I I probably will watch it. I'll be honest. Yeah, let me know what you think. Yeah, I will. I will for sure. Um, this is so random, but you know, you, I know you use Spotify. Mm-hmm. Do you use the like section of it? Yeah, I've I've started using it in like the past year mm. because I didn't. Okay, I'm gonna get dragged. I didn't know oh. it existed. Okay, so. <laughs> so you <laughs> said okay. <laughs> No, because it's so much judgment. Different UX, different <laughs> UX or, or, or UI, different UX, different user experiences. It's true. I'm know? gonna blame the designers for this one. Yeah. It's not me. It's but it's, it's but let's say you like a song. What do you do? Do you put in like your current fa- playlist or something? Yeah, I would put in a playlist. All oh, right, got you. Because so, basically, what I oh no, go on, Jazz. No, 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 go on. Because what I do, I listen to a song and then I like it. So it's mm. my lights bit on Spotify, right? Or favorite, whatever. So I will bang, 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 boom. Mm. That bit, yeah? Yeah. Then I add songs, keep banging it, keep banging it, keep banging it. So when I'm showering, that I'm playing, like, playing that. When I'm doing short driving trips, I'm playing that. If I'm going on a quick walk, I'm playing that. Mm. Unless if it's like a longer thing, if I'm going on a longer walk, if I'm going gym, if I'm going like long distance driving, then mm. I will put on a playlist. But then I'm starting to realize that I'm rinsing out my favorite songs by by putting it on the like bit i see so, so i'm stopping myself from doing that now. yeah how do you so i'm putting it in a playlist how many um songs do you have in your likes then like a thousand because i've i've had it since wow. like i've done that process since like the beginning of time wow yeah, yeah. but I'm making I th- playlists now i think mine is at like 350 and, like, and you only it... discovered it this year Last year, last year. Because I've been I on ha- Spotify for more than 10 years. <laughs> What's going on? Do you know why? How many songs are you listening to? Because I haven't 
so because I made so many playlists before mm. and I had quite a big playlist because mm. I was like adding it so I'd like every summer I would create a new summer playlist okay, and I would like you. add you know the most recent songs mm. for that summer and put it in there or I'd create like a a playlist that is just like for vibes like literally mm. say you're going on your way to an event mm. um so it's the playlist you listen to before you go there but then when I discovered lights I was like oh this is easier because mm. this will have all my favorite songs mm-hmm. but it doesn't have all the songs I have in my playlist I got you okay, okay yeah okay, so it's yeah. literally just songs where I'm like I don't mind if I hear this once a day like when I'm traveling mm. to work if you know what I mean so it's the yeah. songs that I don't mind hearing regularly mm. um and then for like my super faves obviously the more you listen to it it goes on your on repeat playlist oh so yeah what I usually do is mm-hmm. I just put on my on repeat playlist because I know it's not oh, going to yeah. have songs that I want to skip on it yeah that makes sense yeah so that's what I do when I'm feeling lazy okay this makes sense yeah I just mm. wanted to have a quick nose and see what what yet what you're up to on there let us yeah. know you guys experience with Spotify because I'm always intrigued to know how, how different people use it. Also, I want to talk about language. Mm. Now Gen Z are saying stuff like the body is tea. No, no, they didn't say that. Sorry. They said body is tea. Body is tea. <laughs> let me say that again. Let me say that again. Body is tea. And then somebody, mm-hmm. so do you know that white girl that always does the skits in America? And it's that's Sabrina. so funny. Where, yeah. Oh yeah, my God, yeah. That's so funny. Do you know? Okay, this is a, a real side note. Sorry, I know I, I never concentrate on the, on, the right, on one thing. Do you know that white girl in America that's interviewed Drake? Mm. She looks very uncomfortable, and she looks scared, <laughs> and it makes me uncomfortable. And I know other people like that kind of comedy, but that for me is frightening. Yeah. Anyways, by the way, now, do you know how she got Drake no, on her? Feet? No, no, tell me. Because obviously people are like, she's literally just released a podcast. How the hell is she getting Drake on there? So basically what she's been doing is paying people. And this is actually smart, but it just goes to show what you can do when you have money. Mm. So she's paying people or she paid Mm -hmm. someone $300 to put her in touch with someone else. It wasn't Drake. I forgot who it was. Uh... But basically it's like, I'll pay $300 to someone who can connect me to let's say Brent Fires. So then um, she does the podcast with Brent Fires or whatever. Oh. And then Drake likes the clip oh. of her and Brent interviewing Fires. Brent Fires. And then she reaches out to Drake and is like... And he's like, yeah, because he's a fan, because he liked it. Yeah. She's a genius. But genius. she's she looks absolutely terrified. Hmm. She looks like... She looks frightened and it makes me feel strange. And I don't like content like that. Mm. I'm watching and I'm like, why are you people like it looks like she's holding back information? Mm. Anyways, it's gotten to the point that it's even making me enjoy Amelia de Boldenberg's content. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? Yeah, it's not that I didn't like Amelia's content or nothing. I just, I, I just, with me on YouTube, I like the girls, I like the vlogs. Mm. Take me on holiday with you, take me to the nail shop. Yeah. I want to watch those kind of things. But I never really paid attention to uh, Emilia's... I follow her on TikTok and on Instagram. And what I will say, one of the reasons why I, follow, I love her style. That girl can dress. Mm. That yeah. girl can... Don't play with her. Anyways, anyways, anyways. <laughs> one clip came up on my on my uh, For You page of her and Fredo. Mm. 
or Fredo, whatever oh, you yeah. want to call him. Yeah, I've seen And I was like, this is actually funny. And then, yeah. but then it made me realize because back in the day, I used to think, oh, you know, it's kind of known that em- uh, Emilia's skits are like awkward, quirky, yeah. uncomfortable. And I said, is everybody wrong? Maybe, maybe she's changed as she's gotten more famous. But yeah. I said, are you not, are you not sure? Because in comparison to the girl in America, yeah. em- Emilia looks happy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's actually true. It's actually true. It is actually true. But what no, do you think about the no. criticisms that, you, girl, you knew this question was coming. Oh. Criticism, criticisms that the chicken shop girl has, oh, yeah. Amelia gets. Because a lot of people say, mm-hmm. is she sort of buying into stereotypes by choosing a, mm-hmm. a chicken shop to interview? Usually, mm-hmm. I think it's, I don't know if it started off with black celebs. I know other celebs have been on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, of other what, what I'm going to say is, I don't know how it's going to come across, but when she interviews the white people, I find it so interesting, dog. Mm. Like the one I saw, the one I saw to the end was the, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. I said, "Ah, (laughs) let me see a full interview. Mm. Let me see. Let me not miss out on that one. I actually saw that clip to the end and I was like, this is really interesting. Like I remember I've seen clips of her and Daniel Kaluuya before. Mm her with chunks and I was like oh maybe it just isn't a bit of me and that's okay yeah. um, but the criticism I would say yeah it is a stereotype isn't it that black people mm-hmm. eat chicken and you take them to a chicken shop if that's predominantly who she's interviewing there mm. then I suppose the criticism stands true isn't it yeah. I don't know if she's ever addressed it because it's been a it's been a recurring theme like it's been something that I see people yeah talk every, about t- every, every single time year. I see her clips go viral or something I see this like the yeah, same, the same comments thing. coming up um mm. I don't I don't really know. I don't really know what to even say or what to even do because I'm if I'm honest with you lot, I see a lot of black people engage with her content. A lot. I'm not saying that, that that excuses the the criticism, but And the celebs are going. Okay. The... And it's even the celebs that have said black power to... and all this. They they said I want I want this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I I have seen people say stuff like um you know um it's annoying that celebrities will go on Amelia but not will go on our thing Mm. but I don't think that's on Amelia per se I think that's on the celebrity the black celebrity it's like why do they see that particular type of media more better than Mm. a black creator but then one could argue oh different level of views all this kind of stuff I remember I listened to off the cuff and they they were talking about this topic and they said so it's so funny they said well they're not going to go in particular pod- platforms because they don't want to be asked if they're colorist or something or whatever <laughs> they know in the middle of the chicken shop they're going to be asked it's like a press run mm. it, it, it's, it is a press run it's, it's a press junket basically if you go there it's like you're promoting your field you're promoting this or you're promoting that you you're not you're not outrightly talking about it yeah but it's like a it's, it's like plugged into the press mm. package sort of thing um, whereas if you go into another platform where it's kind of like it's a bit more your hair to art, be asked kind of more controversial questions, especially during a press junket, yeah, it might look true. a bit negative. It might take away from the film or whatnot. Like I think, for example, Zizi, I think she asked one rapper, why do you only date light skin girls? Or why are they the only ones in your music video? Which she again, very valid question. Mm. But they, they probably did not expect to be asked, be asked that question that day. Yeah. But at the same wow. time, can you answer? Mm. We'd like Anyways, to know. What do you think about the whole criticism and everything? Um, yeah, I think I've, I think you've hit the nail on the head with everything. To be honest, like it, it's definitely icky. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I, I can't sit here and pretend that I've watched Amelia's content from beginning, from mm. the beginning, to know that she sought out 
Yeah, black I don't know. I can't mm. celebs or black popular people or whatever mm. and is using a chicken shop. I I can also see the argument that a chicken shop isn't necessarily black coded more so london coded mm. so is it to do with the fact that these people were initially from london british i don't know um i don't know but obviously i can see how optic wise it doesn't look great um but we say that but everybody loves it Every, everybody yeah jasmine yeah the click, people are people are, that's what i'm saying one of it's one of y'all is lying everybody <laughs> was reposting everybody was retweeting it and sometimes um, I remember, I remember like a few years ago, actually, an editor once said to me, he was like, oh, you know, this thing's kicking off online. Like, how do you feel about it? And I was like, I don't really. And usually, Justin knows me, some, I don't have opinions. Mm. I just don't because I just, I just don't have opinions. Like, I don't know the beginning of this. I don't know the end of it. I just, I just, I don't know. I really don't know. However, I remember saying, like, I don't really want to write about this. I don't want write, to write a rage piece hating on someone yeah. but I don't really know the full picture mm. and at the end of the day it is black talent like the black talent who I know that are speaking about like issues affected the black community black people who are starring in films about black people are on this platform yeah. so what does this also say about them mm. so this is it this is it it's kind of a two-way street yeah it's just weird it's just uh, just leave me out of it I'm not involved anyway um, <laughs> yeah. but I, I do I do remember it's, it's, it's been it's been something that people have been very angry about and I actually would say some white people are angry about it as well yeah like that's... the middle class ones i think because it's like oh yeah you know this is someone to hate mm. you know, you it's know interesting when that happens isn't it it's, mm. it's very interesting mm. yeah that one that one i don't know what to say about that <laughs> I one. don't know what to but, do <laughs> but yeah it's just very interesting because it's almost like what what is your stake in it do you know what i mean mm. that i think that's that's my only question what's your stake in it is this you attempting to be an ally is that is that what you think that would leave me out i ain't got no opinions <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about something else let's talk about let's talk about renaissance instead of talking about renaissance you just come and bring headache on my plates <laughs> please hey i know um, the, i know the girlies are going to drag me with renaissance but i'm, oh, I'm low key. are you sure you want to say what you want to say i know say do it you know, then. Do you know what? let me not because no no say it say because no, no because i don't want to sacrifice black girls living i think i think yeah that if i say it i'm 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 basically putting a nail in the coffin of black girls living not I for me, dog, because I no, I was even going to bet what you're going to say, but no. Anyways, I need to experience renaissance again. Actually, that's that's what I need to do. Oh, mm. sorry, the body is tea. Body, body is tea. So that Sabrina girl keeps doing her skits, and someone quoted because she looks yeah. she looks really cute in her videos, and someone said, "Body is tea," and somebody said, "What's this?" And yeah. someone replied, "It means body is her body looks nice." Can I can I tell you something? <laughs> <laughs> what? The person that said the body is tea is not black. I want to put that out there. Are you sure? I want to put. I want to put. It's it not. Out it's there. not the body is tea. It's body is body is tea. Nah, I, I'm telling you right now, yeah. <laughs> and I know that a lot of this language is like from the black queer community. Mm. So I know that the black queer com- community, and I'm willing. I'm willing to put, what can I put on it? I don't know what to put on it. I'm willing to put on everything that <laughs> that sentence or phrase does not make sense to the black queer community. Okay. If if somebody wants to say that it's changed, 
Let us know. Let us know. But that sentence doesn't make <laughs> any sense. You have to keep up with the keep up with this <laughs> Gen Z. Otherwise, yours gun is going to be late. For example, don't saw... blame the Gen Zs. It's the Gen this Z. is a non-black. This <laughs> is not the Gen Zs. You have to keep up with the lingo. Co- this the next one coded. Hey. This is this this is so. What, what did I see the other day? This is so Beyonce coded. Yes, Beyonce coded. I said, Even me, I've coded? used it once in this podcast. It's coded. <laughs> But that one, I get it. This is that... Love Island code. But when did they give out the menu <laughs> to understand coded? Vic, we're getting old. This is what's I'm happening. Old, dog. This, this is this is it. I'm getting old. This is it for us now. Like mm. we're actually, like we're full on millennials now. Even my brother sent me this um one twelve year old called Little Tay, mm. and said that she passed away, but now she's back to life. Or or, or... yeah, that one. Someone had lied. And he said, did you see this? I said, I'm nearly 30. <laughs> Who the hell is little Tay? <laughs> and this, and, and you're so hilarious. He was like, probably explaining it like, yeah, she's this girl. She's like a rapper. She was like featured in these music videos. I am nearly 30 years old. <laughs> Who? And um, why would I see this on my timeline? Like, mm. and I, and I generally think I'm more clued up than maybe even like some of my friends, just because of like the nature of my job and like, yeah, I think. But even then, mm. no, I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Yeah, um, I'm definitely feeling it as well. And it's getting to the point as well where I'm actually ready to clock out. Like yeah, I don't yeah, want, I don't want, I don't want to know anymore. Like mm. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with knowing what I know already. But just, you know, I don't what? need to know anymore. Do you know what I've noticed sometimes? Yeah. Like, we're, like, the older black generations. For example, people who are, like, 40, mm. right? Like, just 10 years older than us. They will say things, and we're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, why would you say that? For example, they might say, like... like, And I've seen that with, like, British people. They're, like, black British people who are, like, in their 40s. Be like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is invited to the cookout. Do you mm. know They'll use phrases, like... Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's, like, why would you say that? Yeah. And, like, you almost, like, want to think, are they a coon? It's not that they're a coon. It's, it's more, like... In their generation, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, funny, it's scary because it's like, what are we going to look like? No, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, there is there is definitely a disconnect between millennials and the generation above. I don't know mm. what the generation above is called. Sorry, the generation before us is called. The boomers. No, it's not, it's not boomers. <laughs> Who's the boomers then? I think boomers are like... Ain't they like the 60? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. They're still still generations then. Um, Or maybe they're the Zoomers? Is it the Zoomers? Please, you're making them. (laughs) The Zoomers. Not on the Zoom. That's the the COVID lot. The Zoomers. You better be in your zoo. Every nine out of ten. Not the Zoomers, child. So we are, we're the millennials. They will still be millennial because 1981 is is millennial. But it's. Oh, um, is it? 81. Yeah. 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 Okay, the older millennials. Gen X. Gen X. Gen X. 1965 to 1980. So like our parents. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's making sense. Okay, so the older millennials, yeah. I would say honestly, if you're born oh, I'm not trying to single people out, but I would say like 90s and before, like maybe 1989 and before that. I think 
it's just a little bit no maybe not eight, 1989 I think even a little bit older like I would say let me not say an age just the oldest generation the older mm. millennials I feel like there is a sort of disconnect between us guys mm. that are probably like max 33 34 maybe even 35 just because I think they got onto social media when they were a lot older, yeah, where a lot so of their true. opinions were already formed, mm. where a lot of their, I guess, they're ideals quite resistant and to change. Yeah, yes. no, I I agree. I think that's very yeah. true because a lot of people who are now like 37, 38, that age, they're quite resistant to change mm. and quite stagnant in a not all, but some in a way where like it's kind of like resembles like an auntie, like it resembles yeah. someone who's like 45, 50, 60. Mm. But they're quite resistant and they're quite traditional sometimes in their thinking and more like yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and also I find that yeah, even like with music, for example, like mm. sometimes I find I don't know if you find this with your sister, where mm. they might be like, This song, this is a tune, but you might know it's a tune because you kind of grew up in it, like you kind of know it's a tune because your sister plays it. Yeah. For example, yeah. I feel this way about garage garage music. I can never say yeah. it. I never grew up on that, never played it. I used to listen to it on the way to Sunday school. So mm. I know a few songs, but when I'm out. I normally see it's like the old heads. Sorry to call you the old. Sorry, the old older heads. They'll be like, this, oh. this is my banger. This. Oh, they love Garage. They love House. Where was they, I? They love it. They we love it. Yeah, we but yeah, home. I think maybe because I did have an older sister, I was mm. exposed to, I definitely was exposed to like Garage mm. um, a lot. So Garage, a bit of House. Mm. I'm I'm quite familiar with it. I, I, I would know what the tunes are, not to say they're my tunes, mm. but if I heard a song playing or whatever, I'd be able to identify like, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna slap yeah, in yeah, a party, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and obviously with my mum and everything, like I'm heavy mm-hmm. into '90s R and B still mm-hmm. to to this day. To this day. To this day. Let it be known. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's like my my brother asking me, "Did you go to university in the Azonto era?" Hey. I said, "I know you didn't call me old." That era was hilarious, by the they way. They weren't. They weren't about. They don't even know that people were doing doing the dance at McDonald's. That was when people did not. They did not give a. Yeah, that's when heck. clubbing was actually lit. I remember going yeah. to, to to clubs in at uh, uni, and people doing azonto battles with people. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah. And now now you go clubbing, like I went to a day party recently, and people just weren't dancing. The thing is, I clocked it. It's the day parties where you have to wear heels. Mm. I think I could be wrong. Yeah, but I feel the ones where you were trainers like recess DLT is is more mm. the vibe. Do, everybody wants to dance, you know. Do you, do you think it is social media culture as well that's like impacting? I don't even want to say club culture, but just event culture because yeah. I feel like there seems to be like a sort of trend where the more the more social media has become popular the deader events have become and the more mm. self-conscious even me the more self-conscious I feel when I'm in a place and obviously that could just be an individual thing to me but I feel like back in the like uni days I could go out and dance and just not care mm. about who else was around who was there blah 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 but it's like now I'll be like oh I need to get in the middle, like I need to get like deep in the crowd before I feel comfortable to like let go a bit. Mm. 
Mm. And it's just like, mm, I wonder what that change is. Mm. Because That's sometimes when I do go to events, I feel okay. like a lot of people are, oh, hello? Yeah, I can still hear you. Oh, sorry. I feel like a lot of people are waiting for a, for a party starter. Yeah, I think that too. I think that too. I think that too. Yeah. I think that too. Yeah. People don't want to let go unless. And that's what I mean, because with some events, the vibe's already there. Mm. Like you go to a recess event, you know everyone's going to be everyone's going to be dancing. It's not yeah. it's not reliant on one person. Everyone's gonna be dancing because everyone's dancing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas other places it's kind of like it's okay to stand there. Mm. And I for the life of me, cannot I can't stand going out and standing because one thing about me, I like to sing all the w- words to the songs. I like to I like to do my little dance, and if it feels like I'm the only person doing it, then I, I feel like I'm I'm mad. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you, I get you. Do you know who's a good time? And when I um went out with you guys, you and Naya, oh my gosh, you two together, oh, yeah, yeah, you're match made in heaven. Who me? Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, Victoria. I'm done. Because one thing a party's going to do is going to pop off with Vic inside Period. <laughs> Period. Yeah. But yes, yeah, it's, it's, the culture's just changed with yeah. a lot of things. But I do, I do think you're, I think you're definitely right. I do think you're right. Like, especially with black events getting more popular, people are worried, like social media, people being like, oh, you know, like, mm. so-and-so might have seen me online, I might have dragged this person, all this kind of thing. Like, mm. you're conscious, like, oh, are people watching me? Like, do they, they see me from social media? I don't know if if it's because again I think I'm too cool that I don't have this issue this particular issue <laughs> where I just I don't I don't know I don't think I don't think people are thinking oh that's fixed Sunusi from X yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. I would like to think yeah. that anyways and if people do people have been so kind like when me and Jasmine have gone up like, oh I listen to the podcast and it's just a it's it's a good cute vibe yeah but I would I would like to think people are not watching that like, I'd like to think people aren't staring spending the night spending oh let's watch this one yeah. There's no way. I, I, I don't believe in it. I think I think it's more so when I don't do that anyways. Yeah, I think it's more so when when people are just standing there and it doesn't mm. appear like they're trying to vibe, mm. it automatically looks like they're judging. Mm. Um and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're thinking anything. Because some people they do just stare blankly, they do have mm. a resting bitch face, whatever you want to call it. But I just feel like in those moments, it just feels like Yeah, it does feel like people are staring at you. Yeah. And it's like, no, I know I'm not a main character, but What's... Yeah, something feels off. It just changes mm. the energy when yeah, you feel hey. like people, mm, people are watching you. Yeah, when people. Oh are my god, enjoying. you're so right. Do you know what literally makes me feel like I want to just be at home dancing? It's like when mm. when you feel like people are watching you, like why is she dancing like that? Or why is she? Yeah, yeah. Like sorry, your creator of dancer, creator <laughs> of dance moves. Anyways, let's quickly go on to some dilemmas, child. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, here we go. I don't like the conflict and the feeling sitting in the awkwardness and undermining my. Is this a demo? This. Oh yeah, there must be a part one. Let me read this mm-hmm. and then see if actually if, if I don't like the conflict and the feeling of sitting in awkwardness and my and the un, and undermine my feelings. However, I find it. When I process them over time, the moment passes and it seems weird to bring up to the other party. Let me say that again. I don't like conflict. I don't like s- sitting with my feelings mm. when it's awkward. Uh, I don't like to undermine my feelings. However, I find 
when time passes, um, I kind of process what's happened, but I find it where to bring it up to the other party. Mm. Damn, dog. That's a tough one. Um, do you it's know what? Good. Yeah, sometimes, and you might think I'm a fruitcake or whatever, but sometimes you have to release your throat chakra man you just have to speak Mm. um because it's not it's not every day you should you should have to process your feelings Mm. especially if you feel like someone has done something that you're you're not happy with like sometimes just say it because you're keeping it inside and you're processing it and they're none the wiser and Mm. now you feel like oh I can't mention it at all now so again it's something it's something that you're burdened with on top of already being burdened with healing so to Mm. speak Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like sometimes just just address it in the moment and then it's like sort of over and done with all in one go if that makes sense no I agree it's almost like you're 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 um harming yourself twice I think yeah I actually agree I do think though it's one of those things where you kind of need to pick in a way where it's like what is the possible outcome always think of that could mm. I potentially lose a friend? How do they even react to comp? How do they react when people bring things up to them? Mm. And then also, is this issue, is it something that they've, they've frequently done? Does it hurt my feelings? Is it something that, that I can maybe talk to, to them in a way where they, they shouldn't repeat it because I'm quite sensitive to this? No, no let me not even add quite sensitive because you say that to, to kind of soften the blow. Maybe just something like that shit. Or maybe that shit was not nice. Mm. But if it's something like they owe you 10 pounds or they owe you and like you see them popping bottles maybe let it go <laughs> I can't lie to you I can't lie um but and then there's the other thing where like sometimes it's very odd to receive like a long paragraph from a friend being like in October of 2019 you did x mm. it can be frightening because yeah. you're thinking we have been out so, all so this many times. time you've been holding yeah. it on your chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you really have to, if you want to do what Jasmine says, you really have to be like, listen, and I know we've been out so many times and you're like, literally, I love you so much, but it's something I've really processed over time. It's been triggered by X or it's just something that I've been I've processed over time. Mm. And maybe even explain how you even got to the thinking of it, because if you start saying that it's something that you've been holding on, like holding on coal, that person might be very scared around you. I know mm. I would be mm. if I'm going to be truthful. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. And then the next one. Doo-doo. I have one-to-one friendships rather than a solid friendship group. Um, and the one group I'm in, I'm not the main is not my main friendship group for the others. Oh, that's so good. I wish I had a solid friendship group instead of mixing friends all the time and bring them together. Wait, and bring them together is so much more effort advice. You have to start bringing them together, child. If that's what you want, mm. if that's what you want and you've not been, you don't have like a, you know, the natural friendship group that you carried on from secondary school or college or uni or even work, or church or whatnot then you have to cultivate that if you for example toby rachel wanted to go cinema she put it on no theaters and she put it on her stories like hey guys who's up for this and literally nine of us said yes 
Mm. And I know Toby's a, Toby's friends because I've been to like you know birthdays and all that kind of like events and stuff. So I'm like, familiar yeah. with her friends if that makes sense. Like I'm like I think they're really lovely people. So when I was going, it was like okay, I'm familiar with these people and they're really cool and like we hang out a little bit at the end and it was cool vibes. So I feel like you have to be confident in being like okay, I want all my favorite people to together at one place. So be be quite confident and brave and being like who's who's down for this? Who's down for um, brunch? And then yeah. you can just say to your other friend, listen, my other friend, Tommy and Jackie are coming. Is that okay with you? And like, you can feel the vibe. Do you know what I mean? I think, mm. I think if that's, if that's something that's really, really important for you, then it's not so much having a friendship group. It's probably just having a, that, that are friends with each other. It's more so having friends that you feel are important to you. Yeah. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Although I do understand the awkwardness of, oh, do they really get on or, would they be happier if it was a friendship? But I think we have to let that go in this day and age because we can overtire ourselves with overthinking. Yeah, it's, it's very true. But I do think also just just be wary. Um, not to say that obviously you can't inv- invite multiple friends out to the same um, sort of occasion or whatever. It's, it's not that, but it's because you said that you don't feel like that group is their main friend- friendship group, if that makes sense. So it's just... For some people, that's just going to be it. Um, And it's like, um, you don't want to force, you just don't want to, you don't want to feel like you're having to force this connection between people that don't naturally vibe. Exactly. Because if anything, it's going to make them run away. Mm. So I think sometimes just keep, try to keep it as organic as possible. Definitely. Like I think what Toby did, that that sounds organic. Do you know what Mm. I mean? Like everyone sort of volunteered or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I feel like if if you really are seeking that friendship group, um, that main friendship group, I feel like, yeah, just try to do it as organically yeah. as possible. Um, and also, I think you do have to ask yourself, like, why is it that you want it? Because the fact you have solid one-to-one friendships, yeah, that in this day and age is very, very rare. A lot of people mm. can't even say that they have, like, solid, like, loads of good, good friends, like five good friends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, like, a lot of people have been vocal and said, like, friendship groups is more of, like, oh, it's just easier when you're going to a party. It's easier for birthday dinners. It's easier for, you know, you've got your friendship group. When there's, there's a party going, okay, there's a party happening. We can, we can all go together. Mm. But you have, but they're not individually, like, not everybody's individually friends with one another. So you wanting a friendship group might only benefit you. It yeah. may not benefit all the other parties. Mm. Um, And I think also it's, like, why is it that you really really desire one is it because of like social pressure is it because you're seeing other people have one mm. i think you do have to ask yourself that too 100 percent, yeah mm-hmm. girl Nick. you're on fire today Vic. i'm done let's do one more love you guys um not one of my friends wanted to live oh not one not one of my friends wanted to come to a live show with me not not you putting none in caps cha <laughs> they really hate this pod i'm joking i'm joking um not wanted to come to the live pod with me i'm so sad i'm an anxious babe so coming on my own would have set my anxiety through the roof oh bless you it's not easy man it's okay oh bless yeah no it's okay um in jesus name we'll have another live show at some yeah. point and um when we do live show some people do come on their own so maybe you can like link up Mm -hmm. through a hashtag maybe we could set that up next time it'll be easier 
but yeah don't worry like I, I feel like our audience is like very friendly mm, and definitely approachable or whatever so I feel like even if you happen to sit next to someone like you can vibe for the for the night do you know what I mean I feel mm-hmm. like our audience is quite like that so I, w- I wouldn't worry honestly but also I, I understand social anxiety and yeah I, I can understand why that would be difficult but yeah don't worry about it at all mm, yeah don't worry yeah okay the last thank one thank you for reaching out yeah we appreciate you thank you hon the last one uh i'm 26 single my all my whole life one long-term sexual partner question is should i give up on my happy ever after or should i sit in being undesirable who said you're undesirable mm-hmm. who Whoa, said that, you're undesirable, took, that took a turn sorry sorry vic can you start from the beginning sorry i feel like i've I'm, missed something i'm 26 and i've been single my whole life I've only been in one long-term sexual part. I've only had one long-term sexual partner. Question is, should I give up on having my happy ever after? Or should I just sit in being undesirable and stay having mediocre sex in the name of needs and feelings? In the name of needs and feeling wanted. Oh. First of all, please, 26 is not 66. Like you're still like you cannot be given up on on love at this at at the age of 26 i'm so sorry not at this tender age not at the tender age of 26 no. you cannot you, you absolutely cannot i'm so sorry um <laughs> but yeah um i'm not sure if you're asking whether you should go back to your ex is, is that the question i think so uh no the thing is, it, it it seems like I don't know. I think she's still single, but maybe she's got like a fling. But she, her thing is, she wants to. She, she said, "Happily ever after." Should I give up should, on should my happily ever after? What is the happy ever after for you? Yeah, is, that's... It, is it is it being in a relationship or is it being with this long term sexual partner? Yeah, that's what Where, I'm trying to. Just do what makes you happy. Also, out. stop calling yourself undesirable. What? Mm. Um, and why are you having mediocre sex? You need to go and read Aloni's book and follow her page. It's true. Big facts. Big facts. So. Um, yeah, th- sorry, sorry to to give shit advice, maybe, but it's just that I I'm not sure what you mean when you say should I give up on my happily ever after. If you're asking whether you should go back to your ex, sorry, if if you genuinely feel like that is your happily ever after, then sure, why not? But it doesn't seem like you're sure because yeah, you also you ask the ask. question. Yeah, you also ask about continuing to have mediocre sex, and I just feel like if if it's a choice between happily ever after and mediocre sex, I'm going for the happily ever after. Yeah, it's true. Um, so yeah, sorry. I just maybe I just don't understand the question properly. But I feel whatever you do, please, please, yeah, don't refer to yourself as un- undesirable. Like you're not, you're not undesirable. Um, it's almost like you're saying like you. The reason why you're getting undesirable, un- un- mediocre sex, is because you're undesirable, or. The reason you're not finding your partner is because you're undesirable, which is, I'm yeah. very confident, is not the truth. Yeah, this and is I what think makes you happy here. Either way, just make sure you're not settling. Make sure whatever you decide to do is what you want truly, and um, authentically, uh, because yeah, I just I just feel like maybe maybe you should even just take time to to be by yourself, but intentionally, if that makes sense. So it's not that. So you're not, you know, I guess mediocre sex i'm guessing sleeping with people that you're not necessarily having that genuine connection with like maybe that's not 
good for your self-esteem yeah like because yeah some people they don't some people thrive in you know having like casual relationships or Mm. whatever it is but for some other people it just doesn't work and that's okay Mm. Mm -hmm. um so I feel like maybe yeah just be a bit more intentional with who you share your energy with and your time and um if you do want to find genuine companionship or genuine relationship then I think there's loads of things to try I think we have spoken about on previous episodes like people that do want to date and everything like online dating might not be your vibe but just going out a bit more going to different crowds going to people that shit going to events where people share the same interests as you like there's loads of different ways to meet new people um so yeah I just wouldn't give up yet not not yeah. at 26 I'm so sorry I'm so yeah, sorry I'll never agree with that <laughs> um you will definitely find your person you will find your happily ever after I just yeah, think no. that you need to know what that means for you it's true yeah very very clearly mm-hmm. yeah exactly all right guys thank you for joining us for another episode um we are off now yeah catch us at black girls living on twitter and instagram my account is sorry before i do that please vote for us um on on the british podcast awards website it's a very easy vote literally just uh, put in your email address to verify it very very simple don't have to create an account or anything um and i'll add it actually to our link tree so you can find it on socials but yeah my account is jazz underscore bw I'm Victoria Sanusi on Instagram and Victoria Sanusi on Twitter. All right, guys, have a blessed week. Bye. Yes, bye.